Deep in the farthest recesses of the most distant jungle lies a city. A city populated by the most mysterious, terrifying, and downright grotesque denizens ever seen by mortal eye. Here, in the darkened corners of this cavernous locale sits an ordinary, average brick building with an innocuous, ordinary, average, blinking neon sign which reads, On Air. It is here where each week, Seth Breedlove and Mark Matsky convene to discuss the greatest mysteries the world has ever known. Now, strap on your hiking boots, grab your trusty walking stick, and don't forget your machete as we begin our journey through Monsteropolis. This is Monsteropolis, a show about anomalies, legends, monsters. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Seth Love. I'm joined, as always, by my pal, Mark Metzger. Hello there. And our other pal, Heather Mosser. <laughs> Hello. All right. <laughs> and we roll through Halloween month. Is that what it's called? Do you have like oh, some sort of tagline on it? Spooky season. Spooky season. Scaretober. Scaretober. What? Whoa. Wait, who came up with that? Andy, Andy, don't hold it against him. Don't hold it against him. He's trying. He's doing his best. Small town Mocktober. As we (laughs) scarathon, we are spooking it up. Um, Anyway, we have announcements to make. Um, Air horn. It is <laughs> as we move through this spooky month, we have, of course, spooky events coming up. So October 22nd, 23rd, 24th, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky for Scarefest. Whoa. Along with a lot of the creepy people roster of talent, quote unquote talent. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's not... I, that's not an insult against anybody. I'm just like genuinely of course not, not no. clear on how I'm supposed to refer to us. Um, but it's like myself. I know Nick Groff's going to be there. Um, some of the other uh, ghost hunting folk uh, looking for sign quote ghosts. Yeah, no, we're not. I think we're there to sign autographs. So, oh, okay. I'll, you know, come see me. I'll be selling things. Um, also, October 22nd. 22nd. Pig Lady Festival. You know more info than I do. Yeah, in uh, it's in Pennsylvania, mm. New Galilee. Slap into a swim gym. I said slap into a slap <laughs> into a slap yep. into <clears throat> yeah. a slim gym. That's what Macho Man always said. Mm-hmm. I, I messed it up. I'm sorry. Uh, Pig Lady Festival. No, it's cool. October 22nd in uh, New Galilee, Pennsylvania. I will be there for that. Along with. <laughs> Along with uh, Scott Philbrook from Astonishing Legends. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um, and a movie. Yeah. There'll be an STM film screening. Not sure which one. Invasion on Chestnut Ridge. Yeah. Okay. Well, Invasion on Chestnut Ridge. The director's Ridge. cut. <laughs> it's five hours long. That's right. <laughs> An hour of it is Stan Gordon making his meatballs. Yes. Another hour is crockpot. Stan Gordon talking about a flatbed tractor trailer. Truck. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, that should be a fun event, though. Yeah, it's from 5 to 10 p.m. Yeah. So. A free screening of Invasion on Chestnut Ridge. Are, Are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? 
Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, go go to that event and come to Scarefest um, and see myself. And Bruce Campbell is going to be at Scarefest. In fact, what was weird is when they made the guest announcements, I was in the guest announcement with Bruce Campbell. Is that, that a first? That basically makes me his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously I'm in the next evil dead is what I'm saying. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, what else is there? Uh, become a squad member, a YouTube channel member right now. You can watch the ad free version of the Andy Matsky edited. What? Mark Matsky narrated <gasps> case huh? files. Episode seven, the Kecksburg UFO crash. Ooh. I would ask Andy for some insight on the making of it, except he's not near a microphone, and I definitely I don't want shout. him. I don't want him to shout or to come over here and try to talk into my mic. I, I could, uh, but it's a great episode. Go watch it. It it as of right now, I think it wraps up case files, but we might bring case files back for more, or we might just have more fun stuff coming from Andy, such as. Oh, you mean the editing part? No, well, I'm talking about your show that. He, <laughs> Such as Andy Files. <laughs> the Andy the Files. New, the yeah. new beginning. The hot new. No, there's So a, the lore you know. The lore you know. Will be coming out soon here in November. And Digital Legends. Mm -hmm. And Lore You Know is a paranormal interview show. And Digital mm -hmm. Legends is a spooky story show. Yeah, creepypasta. Creepypasta? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Anyway, uh, Andy's editing both those and filming them, and he'll be doing a lot more work behind the scenes going forward. We're excited to have him on board. Um, Mark, meanwhile, is leaving to start his own <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Big City Beast. <laughs> Pastoral Ponderings. Yeah. <laughs> Where he actually just talks about the fact that he's jealous of Andy uh, working yeah. at Small Town Monsters so much. Yes. Aww. Grinding my teeth at yeah. night when I sleep. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Aww. Um, <laughs> did I sell that? Uh, okay, I actually five. I actually have an announcement though. Yeah, do it. On Monday, November first, I'll be doing a library presentation at the Thompson Branch Library, UFOs over Ohio. Oh, nice. I forgot this is yes. You gotta go up for that. When is it? It is November first. November first. It's a Monday, seven p.m. Thompson is kind of south of Painesville is sort of where it's where it is. This should be an STM road trip for real. Like we should get a group together and go up. It'd be fun. That Not be you. Fun. Not me. I, yeah. We're going to come up and surprise you. <laughs> We're surprising just you. Ruined just it. forget that we said anything. But yeah, it is... Um, it's not a huge capacity room. It's like 35, 40 people. But mm -hmm. they ask that you register ahead of time. And it's going to be kind of our favorite UFO stuff. Like the... Um, what is that one where they chase the... Right. Oh, that's my favorite. The chase one. The Portage County. The chase, chase. Yeah, Portage County. I couldn't think of the county. Yeah. The Portage County. <laughs> Got to talk about the coin. And then one. the other one where the UFO gets seen. Oh, I love that <laughs> yeah, one. That's, that's a good favorite. one. That's a good one. <laughs> Buckeyes. It's a good one. Go Buckeyes. O-H-I-O. Uh, uh, um, yeah. There you yeah. Go. And what is today's date? So the 14th, 15th. Mm -hmm. So what's Saturday? The 17th? I don't 18th, know what you're talking whatever. about. Whatever. What are we doing here? There's a... I'm going to be in Minerva looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, I know, but I'll be here speaking at a conference via 
internet. Oh, is that this strange, <laughs> strange reality conference? Reality really? conference. Yeah, yeah. From the Conspiranormal podcast. Yeah. So, what are you talking about? Moral panics. So oh. The persecution of the Bucket cult oh, and uh, which trials. Yeah. The Bucket cult. I love the this. Bo- <laughs> bucket cult. One eighty six. BC, it's fine, cool. Okay, anyway, sorry. Sorry. Saturday. No, it's great. It's cool. You just hang out in Minerva. I'll be here. <laughs> I'll be finding Bigfoot. Great. Um, okay, can we get into the topic of this week's episode, which is not witches, which 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 is lizard man. Lizard man. Oh my. Oh, I think I misread this. <laughs> Wait, lizard man or creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah, all right. So what we should explain, though, we should explain what our original concept was following themes. (laughs) (laughs) I might be in serious trouble. No, no, no. So prior to having to stay home because my children were sick and missing a few episodes, Mm -hmm. Mark and I thought it would be cool if we went through the Universal Monsters as inspiration for the whole month of October. Okay. Yes. Of course, we missed a few weeks, so now we're just cutting it short. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this <laughs> this one is going to be inspired by the creature, creature from, from the, the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. Yes. yes. So, hence. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lizard Man fall into that. Perfect. Okay. What? Yeah. We're good. Right. Okay. Okay. I did a lot of research on this. this <laughs> I can't wait. Just legitimately have a panic at the moment. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I got to be honest. On the on the next episode, I've got literally nothing. But this one, I did some work. That's good. Yep. Um, how do we talk about this? Well, let's start with the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Go. The 1954's, which I just looked up. Yes. Creature from the Black Lagoon, starring Harold Ramis. <laughs> Bill Murray's father. Yeah. Fred Murray. Yeah. No, the um, Creature from the Black Lagoon is, you know, as Seth said, came out in 1954, same year as the original Godzilla, by the way, which is an interesting comparison Mm -hmm. of its own. But this was a movie directed by Jack Arnold, and the origins of it actually go all the way back to 1940 and Orson Welles, believe it or not. And evidently they were at this dinner party, uh, Orson Welles was there. Orson's girlfriend at the time, Dolores Del Rio, who is an actress. Great name. Isn't that? The 40s and 50s Hollywood. Mm. And there's a Mexican cinematographer by the name of Gabriel Figueroa and 24-year-old William Allen, who had gone to become the producer of Creature from the Black Lagoon. And what William Allen remembers is Figueroa telling a story, which he swore was true, of an Amazonian monster and a tribe in the Amazon River that every year would have to take a woman from the tribe and offer her to this Gilman-type monster. And the monster would carry her off, and then the village would be spared for another year until they had to do this again. And Figaro was so, like, insistent that this was true that he said he could produce photographs if necessary and just went on and on about how true it was. And the thing is that um, those photographs never materialized, but Alan took that story idea and started developing it, and it eventually became the movie that everyone knows today. Mm -hmm. But it went through many iterations that I could very geekily walk you through one by one. But um, there's a good book by Tom Weaver, 
called The Creature Chronicles that does a much better job of that. Did did anyone look further into this tribe element, this tribal element? Well, tribal god? I'm glad you asked. Yes. As it turns out, there is a ton of Amazonian story about both um, like being abducted or uh, like purity mythology where, where you have women like coming of age and then being tempted by these shape-shifting creatures that come out of the Amazon River. Sometimes it's a, a dolphin that turns into a man. Sometimes it's just a... a a lizard which Dolphin is sort of the man. the crossover for our purposes today and we can definitely go into those do you say terrifying yeah, yeah. dolphin man it's a dolphin <laughs> with a man's face there's nothing more horrifying it's pretty it, disturbing it turned into a man though is no but i'm saying yeah but ignore that <laughs> what, what if it what, I'm, with just, legs. I'm just tossing this out there what if there was a dolphin that had a man's face that would be weird yeah terrifying if you will imagine seeing him like playing with a beach ball <laughs> or Wait, making is that, that dolphin sound is that a dolphin <laughs> oh yeah making that <laughs> <laughs> scary oh, boy. it is scary mm-hmm. welcome to the spooky spook spook season spookarathon so um I do want to go back to those legends mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but the movie was, you know, walked through all these production uh, stops and starts. You had probably in the end, probably five different people doing story treatments or adding details to the story itself. Uh, the creature was designed by uh, Millicent Patrick, who's like a unsung heroine of old school Hollywood special effects. And there's a book called, um, what is it called? I forget. But Mallory O'Meara is the, the author, and she goes into great detail about Millicent Patrick's history and sort of her, um, none of the men working in the universal system really liked the fact that she was getting the credit for this creature design, which is very iconic. And one of the, the cultural critics I was reading said that the, I see what you think about this, but the creature from the Black Lagoon is one of the monsters that you can put in front of just about anyone and they would be able to identify it whether or not they've seen the movie. Like up there with mm-hmm. Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman, mm-hmm. creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, she came up with the design. There's lots of like a paper trail of her artwork that she did this. But Bud Westmore, who was kind of the the main guy in special effects and makeup at Universal really didn't like the fact that she was getting all the shine for this. So he kind of, he and his cronies kind of busted her out of the way. So I'm sad to hear that part (laughs) of the story. Uh, Yeah, that sucks. Did they, uh, I'd love to see the original artwork she did though. There's it's Is in the book. Okay, yeah, cool. it all exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very interesting to see some of the concept design because the final stage Gilman um, is not what you see in the early work. Mm. It's much more of like a very smooth tadpole looking creature, which is very bizarre yeah. and almost laughable. Huh. I mean, you would never laugh at the creature from the Black Lagoon suit now. Yeah. But in some of those early concept drawings, it's like this... It was something that one of the directors or the writers was kind of insistent on that it has to look like half human, half fish or or aquatic. 
And so it had really big eyes, like human looking eyes. And that survived like halfway through the process. And then that started to phase out in a more scaly creature. The one that we know kind of emerges from there. Uh, let's see, it stars, well, the the creature, we could talk about the creature, was played by two men. Ben Chapman was in the suit for the on-land walking scenes. Rico Browning was in the suit for the swimming scenes. And he was very famous for being able to hold his breath for these ungodly amounts of time between takes. Mm-hmm. And when he would finally need air, somebody would come over to him with like an air hose, literally, and he'd get the air and then do like another three to five minute take with one breath and doing all of these like animalistic swimming motions. And that's one of the magic parts of that movie, I think, is when you see the creature underwater, it doesn't look that much like just a guy in a suit, like doing a frog stroke or the doggy (laughs) paddle. I mean, the way he moves through the water Mm -hmm. is like, it's it's an animal. You'd never, I, you'd just lose the, the sense that this is some guy with flippers on his feet swimming, but it is. And he gave the movement uh, a lot of believability. It was originally filmed in 3D, which is awesome. And if you ever get the chance to see it in 3D format, you really have to, because all these scenes that we're used to and that I'm used to having seen it multiple times pop in a new way. And like a perfect example is at the beginning where they discover the fossilized hand in the wall. It like zooms into the hand and just like regular, you watch like, okay, there it is. Yeah. But in 3D, it's like popping right out of the screen. Mm. That's cool. Like the claws are yeah. coming yeah. at you and stuff. And that's something that Jack Arnold became known for as a director. He was kind of, he's seen now as sort of a 3D pioneer and he would put a lot of work into making it part of the storytelling. So that's, the, the movie, then it stars, uh, oh, well, Jack Arnold, for example, other movies that he did. It came from Outer Space and uh, The Incredible Shrinking Man mm-hmm. are some of his most well-known hits. It came from Outer Space is a good one. I own that on Blu-ray. Just a you, Andy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and both of those star Richard Carlson. Uh, Julia Adams is the the main female figure in Creature from the Black Lagoon and uh, just an iconic film. One that is interesting too, and there's, this is a quote from uh, a critic named Frank McConnell, and he wrote this, which I thought was neat. Unlike any other movie monster one can think of, the creature is the result of no cause, neither accident, devilish science, or supernatural. He simply is primal and eldest, the outrage he generates is the curse of those unlucky enough to discover its existence. So I thought that was an interesting take on it, that typically in the monster genre, something happened. Right. And in his case, he just was existing and like happily doing what he does in the Amazon until human beings came along. And yeah. then... So I, I, I mean, to, I'm looking at my article. I have an article I want to read about something else. And then, oh, but, but, great. Yeah. No, but hold on. <laughs> right, right below it, there's a headline that says, Circus comes out ahead in race to space. The circus has won the space race. This has nothing to do with the topic of this episode, but this is from 1956. The circus has won the space race. Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey shot a midget to the moon Friday. <gasps> <gasps> That's not true. 
That's a lie. No. That's a lie. All right, sorry. I just wow. I wanted to inform everyone <laughs> why I was laughing. They Great. dressed him up as a chimp. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Hey, I just I read it. I don't I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I didn't do anything. Mark, the influence on um the crypto just keeping it within the realm of the paranormal, but the yeah. influence of uh, this movie on cryptozoology and the reporting Ooh. on them is seen everywhere from the 50s all the way through, well, probably present day, but like uh, Lizard Man reports out of Bishopville, South Carolina would reference the creature from the Black Lagoon. Really famously, there was an Ohio River monster, um, and this was like a one-off case where a lady reported a human-like webbed hand yeah. grabbing her foot. Yep. Um and then there's another one which I went and printed off the original reports. Oh, so I could read to you today. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bum, bum, bum. 1956, ladies and gentlemen, two years following the release of Creature from the Black Lagoon, a newspaper report out of Mansfield, whatever the, I don't remember what the name of the Mansfield paper was. But uh, the headline was Boys Report Seeing Green-Eyed Monster. Charles Mill Lake may have a counterpart counterpot, <laughs> counterpot <laughs> of, of Scotland's famed Loch Ness Monster. The story of an all-black monster six to seven feet tall with two green eyes and no arms has been investigated by both Richland and Ashland County Sheriff's deputies after three Mansfield youths said they saw it Thursday night on a lane which leads out to a peninsula in the lake from Old State Route 30. I wish I had this article when I drove out there because that's pretty specific. I bet you could still find that spot. Um, the boys, Michael Lane, 14, of 645 West Longview Avenue. Don't look him up. This was a long, long time ago. Wayne Armstrong, 16, 656 West Longview Avenue. And Denny Patterson, 16, of Lonsdale Avenue, were driving around in the Armstrong Youth's car Thursday night. The heavy fog which covered the area gave them the idea of driving down to Charles Mill Lake to see how thick it was over the water, Lane said. They drove down a lane beside the boathouse and parked their car and were just sitting there watching the thick layers of mist rising from the lake when one of the boys pointed to what they thought was a log lying beside the water. Suddenly, the log was getting up from the ground. Mm. Our hair was standing on end, Lane said. The thing stood up and was about seven feet tall, had no arms and two green eyes. Then it started walking toward the car. We decided to get out of there fast. But we had trouble getting the car turned around. And when we finally did and looked back, it was only about 15 feet away. We hurried back to Mansfield and found a friend of ours, Dave Owens, and told him about it. But he didn't believe us, so he got into the car. We went back to the lake where we had seen it. This is really freaking boring. <laughs> uh, when we got there, it was gone. So we drove back to Mansfield and went to bed. <laughs> Friday morning, we were telling Wayne's father, Harold Armstrong, about it. And he just laughed. <laughs> this is real. Uh then he said that if we had really seen something, there should be some tracks to prove it. So he drove down there with us, and there were two big tracks just where we had seen it. 
Armstrong and the boys drove back to Mansfield and went to the sheriff's office. Deputy Thomas Moore accompanied the group back to the spot and inspected the footprints. Since the road is in Ashland County, Deputy Moore reported the incident to the sheriff's department there, and Deputy Charles Myers soon arrived on the scene. Deputy Myers reported he thought the prints resembled those made by the footgear worn by skin divers and labeled the whole thing a practical joke played on the boys. Wouldn't a skin diver be a, a nudist? <laughs> Anyway, uh, but the boys who saw the apparition aren't buying. A harmless nudist. <laughs> a harmless nudist. No, armless. Oh, armless. You, you harmless, armless nudist. <laughs> Big green eyes. But the boys who saw the apparition aren't buying the theory. Michael Lane says he has heard reports that a big bear is roaming the area around the lake and thinks it could have been what they saw there have been reports from the area of a bear being seen on several occasions one report came from near olivesburg another from the hanley road area and recently a group of bird watchers in the charles mill lake area reported finding a sapling with its bark stripped as if clawed by a bear Mm -hmm. that's the article but coolest coolest part of this Mm. photo with the tracks front page Wow. Yeah. Oh. And we'll, we'll include this on the video version. So if you're watching this on YouTube. Wow. Uh, that actually has the, mm-hmm. the tracks and stuff. And there is there is another version of this article that I've seen with the boys standing next to the tracks. Really? This does not have the boys standing there. So, But this is like, in terms of Ohio lore, this is the, the most famous Gilman type account that I'm aware of. And so as soon as I read Creature from the Black Lagoon, I thought... I knew what we were doing, and you obviously were right. I don't. No, that's it. That's yeah, it what is. we were thinking. Okay. It's the crossover yeah. and uh, how one you know, perception leads into another, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Now, West Virginia also has a similar uh, creature called Manangi, which we've talked about on the show a few times. I can't remember the exact description, but I did, I did some cursory research for this episode. Um, and I, I can talk about another one from 1909 in Lake George later. Oh, maybe, yeah. If we get time. Do it. It's kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. What do you got? You got notes. What do you want to? Yeah. So these notes are for next episode. Right. However, <laughs> no, I was looking at different um, lizard type creatures in, in lore and myth. And it was, uh, of course, you got the scape or monster yeah. down in South Carolina. Escape horror swamp. And. <laughs> the- <laughs> It's just uh, it's history. Just no context. I'm not gonna, I, I'm, yeah. not gonna I'm just gonna say that and move on. Yep. No, but one of the that's like one of the stories as to how that uh swamp got its t- name was escaped horror or something like that. I, I don't remember it's yeah, true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't know Escape that. horror, yeah. Yeah. It is. Oh, I thought you were just no, being I'm, Seth and <laughs> <'Cause> that, that incident was in like nineteen eighty eight, I think. Is it that late in the 80s? I was thinking I think it, was it was early 80s. 80s. Yeah, the, the whole Bishopville mm. And they still do stuff. Uh, do they still do an event? for? Yeah, yes, they do. Um, it's been like everything else canceled. shifted around and canceled <laughs> and so forth. But yeah, they and um, Bishopville does continue to have a lizard man presence as far mm. as shops and restaurants. The uh, Sugar Museum continues to have the uh, it's part of it dedicated to whatever lizard man uh, memorabilia there is still mm-hmm. and tracks and so forth. It's very cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's worth a stop. Yeah. When I was, <clears throat> so uh, that's like U.S. centered, but then when I was looking at expanding that out world, 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. I'm out, guys. That's it. That was it. My contribution. You just got Millicent Patrick. <laughs> yep. That's it. <clears throat> I was thinking about, or I read about. Call back. I love that. Fine. I love it, Mark. It's great. Right. That's cool. I'm out. No, please. No, good. Are no. you looking at your phone for more info on what you were about to talk about? <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. black. Okay. No. Uh, no, I was leaving, so I was just going to oh, take don't my phone. No. Um, <clears throat> the Naga from Hinduism, they're more like serpent-like creatures. Mm-hmm. Which I'm more familiar with them because of video games, but you know they're in mythology. And Secret Saturdays too. Did you ever watch that show? No. Oh, you have to watch Secret Saturday. <gasps> uh oh. The Naga is like a major character in it. Really? Yeah. What is the Naga? It's so it, it's a serpent like like uh, humanoid, but slithers around on a tail more though than the two legged. That's as creepy as the Dolphin Man. It, it, yeah, somewhat yeah. like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the face except of the real. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what is yeah. the what, what? Give us some backstory on the Naga. Yeah. Naga is the same. Naga. Right? Is that what they yeah, say? Yeah, that's let's, how you say it. Yeah. Just uh, I don't know a ton about them. Okay. I just. <laughs> you don't want to mess with the Naga. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's literally, what goes through my head anytime anybody brings it to. up is uh, World of Warcraft because they were very. I mean, they were one of the monsters in that thing. You fought. You know. Yep. Never played it. <laughs> played starcraft too busy playing starcraft for all those wor- world of Warcraft, those wow nerds <laughs> <laughs> had too 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 much going on in my life too many things too <laughs> many starcraft? big things going on with starcraft with me and my six <laughs> friends that would play every friday night until 4 a.m is that funny yeah <laughs> yeah i was doing the same with, with warcraft yeah all right well, yeah i was cooler clearly yeah. All right. I, that's, that's it. That's what I got. Right. Um, and then the, uh, what, uh, I may not pronounce it properly. The Kappas? Kappas? Oh, Kappas in Japanese yeah. folklore. Yeah. Those have something to do with tooting or. No. <laughs> that's, what? That's my input. That's my input. That's it. Input? That's what I got for this that's week. That's my input. That's my input. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't had enough sleep this week yeah. for this. I'm sweating. Me too. It's too hot in this room. <laughs> no, but this is some like weird. Yeah, parents say don't strain or you'll you'll turn into a kappa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, for real. <laughs> Like a flatulous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> Isn't there like a flatulence element to this story? The, to the campus? Or something about your butt? So- <laughs> Look, I'm Googling this right now. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Talk about it some more. About some. The, the oh, or first, in general? first article that comes up, Gizmodo, everything you need to know about butts, farts, and Japanese water imps. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Let's say no more. Don't even read any further because it might contradict me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's please explore that. 
Uh, <laughs> dude, what do you know about the Kappas? Yeah. Well, um, here, let's start here. I have a painting of a Kappa in my bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys are laughing at me. And it was painted by Jenny Coleman. Yeah, oh. Lauren's yeah, wife. Yeah, Lauren's wife. Nice. Uh, which, yeah, I got that at the first um, convention we went to mm-hmm. up there in Portland. Uh, the Kappa is, uh, like, associated with water all the time. They're sort of, uh, they have sort of a, almost like a walking turtle mm-hmm. type shape the to back. them. Yeah. So the, the, they're the origin of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the Teenager Turtles. Which explains the sewer connection thank you right. boom full circle yeah Just. <laughs> oh boy gonna have to play yeah. this episode for tommy yeah you will yeah. Is it he'll like it as a warning yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless you want to be a teenager turtle <laughs> don't strain yeah, don't strain relax oh man okay we just lost everyone yeah they're all gone um welcome to another spooked oh <laughs> And then also for uh, other like reptilian type creatures, you have the Loveland Frogman. True. This is true. Is there that a Kappa's little... connection with the Loveland Frogman? There could be. Although the, the Kappas seem to have that sort of trickstery element mm-hmm. to their personality. Do the Kappas have like a hollow head with water in it? Is mm-hmm. that the... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're cool looking. I've always liked those guys. They're, they, they're not named after Renaissance painters though. So how do they... <laughs> I don't quite see the connection. <laughs> Do they eat pizza? Oh, yeah. Okay. Whatever you offer them. Oh. You better offer them something, though. Okay. <laughs> is, th- is that the? Never mind. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, I fa- do you want me to... Can, were you done with the Kappas, or do you want to yeah, keep okay. talking about I, Sure. <laughs> now we can that be I done with Kappas. we destroyed that line of... <laughs> It wasn't on purpose, guys. I'm sorry. I found an article that was kind of cool. Out of uh, the reason I th- it caught my attention was Lake George, but the article, the headline was "The Ogre of Lake George: Monster Reappears and Creates Commotion Among Summer Visitors." Mrs. Bates falls from boat. Descriptions of the strange, strange beast all agree on the main points, none of which are really echoed in this dumb article. So I'm going, for all I know, this could be like a champ type creature, but it's called 1909. But it it says uh, Ogre of Lake George. So I'm thinking something a little more human-like, which at that point in time is kind of odd. Like lake and and, and aquatic monsters at this point are typically like that plesiosaur. Mm -hmm. Or sea serpent-y. Sea serpent, a lot of sea serpents. Uh, But this one, and this is a very long article so i'm only going to read like the first part but the mysterious marine monster which aroused such consternation along the shores of lake george last season made its reappearance off hag on saturday afternoon with most spectacular and sensational results not only the natives but the entire army and navy colony which makes its headquarters at that little watering place were thrown into a ferment of excitement First by the appearance of the monster itself, and immediately after by the sensational results of the monster's sudden appearance, the heroic rescue of paymaster H.E. Jewett of the Kentucky, of Mrs. Frank M. Bates, the dowager actress who in her younger days was known as the most famous Juliet of the Pacific Slope, 
but to Latter-day audiences is better known as the mother of that brilliant young star. Good grief. Turned into a society yeah, column all of a sudden. I have no idea what's happening. So at some point it does like mention what it looked like, but it, it doesn't go into any detail the, at all. The Conagays are coming down this weekend. Uh, blah, coming blah, blah, blah. next to the... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, wait, 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 wait. Don't need another library. Creature had a nose, so that's something. I was the first one to sight the monster in our launch. I couldn't believe my eyes at first, and when I spoke to Mr. Jewett and Mr. Watrous about it, they both said, Nonsense! <laughs> that lemonade must have gone to your head! There we go. <laughs> but I knew better. It wasn't like any fish that I had ever seen in my life. And then I, I turned to Eddie Flammer, and he too <laughs> said he hadn't seen anything. Oh, man. By that time, I was standing up in the launch, and I put on my under my spectacles. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. I'll, I read the word under underneath, but yeah. then it sounded like under I was going to say put on his underwear. <laughs> All the other ladies Pudge were... <laughs> there he is. I must get clothed once again. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. the ogre. <laughs> You nefarious being. <laughs> so um, it really doesn't matter if we're themed or not, guys. <laughs> we tried. We tried. All the other ladies were just as scared as I was. <laughs> just then the monster came again. By, by this time, I was so ex- excited that I was standing on the seat. Why, even the dogs on shore had seen the nasty thing. And a great big St. Bernard and a little Bet Blenheim. And a Cuban terrier came swimming out from Mrs. Vin's island to attack him. Whoa. The third time he came up, he was quite near the dogs, and they turned and swam for the shore just as scared as we humans were. That was the time (laughs) I fell over. Once I struck the water, I wasn't really scared because I can swim pretty well. And and anyway, as I came up, I saw that handsome Mr. Jewett getting ready to rescue me. This is insanity. The fact that he had to talk about how well he could swim just reminds me of this TikTok thing where wives will sit down and they'll just look at their husbands randomly like, you look like you can't swim. And then the husbands are like, what? And they get all upset about it. (laughs) So just for reference, I can swim really well. That's not why I was afraid. I'm stuck Uh, on the dog brigade swimming out to help. None of these dogs. It's like a trio of (laughs) bizarre... I think the monster is a natural coward. The moment Mrs. Bates struck the water, I saw him recoil. And when he next came up, he was at least 80 yards further south. Oh, yes, it was very brave of Mr. Jewett to jump overboard. Most of this is about this man rescuing this woman who's an actress and is famed for being the mother of someone. Paymaster Jewett last distinguished himself in China. What? Where in command of a company of Marines, he served under Rear Admiral McCullough and Admiral Seymour in their famous march to the relief of the legations in Peking. Peking. And the article just ends there. That's the the end. So Uh, the ogre of Lake George. Great story. We'll do a follow-up on this. Wow. Yeah, it demands a follow-up. It does. I mean, it names names. You presumably can trace the family tree of these folk. We can find them. We will find them. I will. Um... (laughs) Finally, the ogre. Hence the ogre. (laughs) (laughs) Is that our next feature film? That's it. You nailed it. Sweet. Just just wait. (laughs) (laughs) Dog. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I, I feel like I've derailed us talking about Charles Miller. Oh, not at all. Monsters <laughs> and the ogre of Lake George. That's great. Do you want to hear some Amazonian legends? Yeah, please. I do. Okay. So, you know, the obvious question, which you posed quite early on, astutely, mm, was... Flatulence thing? Was the flatulence <laughs> thing, yes. There's, there's, a, a, there's a sweeping subgenre of flatulence yes. stories okay. in Amazon. Oh, now, it was, you know, was there anything to the Amazon story? And there is an author by the name of Juan Carlos Galliano writing for Florida State University who has a book called Folk Tales of the Amazon in which there are huge sections devoted to uh, the, the grouping is named Aquatic Seducers, which is... A My sub- next book. Your next book? <laughs> Now we know <laughs> the origin story. Yeah. But it is, you know, there is an element of that in the film. And the most famous scene from Creature of the Black, from the Black Lagoon is the swimming scene. Yeah. And people, you know, attribute different levels of subtext to that. But there is this aquatic seducer genre in Amazonian folktales. And you have the Yara, which is a beautiful green eyed girl with white skin who uh, can transform into a fish and back again with the purpose of seducing a young man to come join her under the waves or under the the water of the Amazon. It reminds me of sirens too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like at night, There's this was typical of the genre. There's a young man who is fishing, spent the night near the water. He's in his tent. He hears something splashing around in the water and then all of a sudden he hears a sound like bipedal footsteps approaching the tent that leave a gift near it and uh, he comes out the next morning and um, sees a fish flapping around like on the shore which he takes puts in the water and it turns into a beautiful woman which he then follows down into a city underneath the water where there's like a whole group of people who can also transform into fish. I was hoping that was going to be a Santa Claus story. but (laughs) (laughs) Now there's a variant, which is a little bit spookier, I suppose. The Yara replaces a man's wife, which she discovers by her personality change. Like all of a sudden it's his normal, it looks like his normal wife, but she acts a lot different. And so he follows her around to the point where he sees her rather than having some like an affair or another lover he watches her um like walk down to the riverside and then he blinks once and he sees a fish's tail like disappearing underneath the water so it's actually his wife has been replaced by the yara and she's trying to get him to join her. Why did you seem so distraught over this? So the first thing that came to my mind was if there was an age on it, as far as like, <clears throat> if there was an age on when that shift had occurred, because I thought if it was something like menopause or whatever, when hormones are shifting, mm. if that would be some kind of story. And then whenever you were talking about she goes to the river and then the fish goes in, <clears throat> all I'm thinking, <laughs> this is going to scare Tober or Scarathon or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, that's like, what a great excuse if you kill your wife to be like, oh, She's no, a fish she, woman. yeah, she turned yeah. into whatever. There was nothing I could do. You knew she was acting weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's just where my mind went on that one. It's kind of like witches or um, 
Or they're, 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 they're actually are lizard men or reptilian stories like this too. In the modern era, I've heard a story about a man who thought his wife was replaced by a reptilian. Mm-hmm. All I got. Yeah, <laughs> it, it reminded me of like the idea of changelings and babies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. Okay, so have you heard of the Buffet Colorado? Buffet Colorado. <laughs> Man, I kept trying to find a buff- buffet in Colorado because I've been endless I'm mozzarella still sticks. looking for endless mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah. Hey, message us <clears throat> if you know a place that has. If you do, please, and if it's in Las Vegas, bonus points because I gotta go there very soon. <laughs> so if you if you got a Vegas buffet that has endless mozzarella sticks, that's what I'm looking for. Well, in this case, the uh, Buffet Colorado is, my, okay. is a pink dolphin. Oh, it's very Who, different. Was yes. a face, though? No, no. <laughs> but he shapeshifts into an attractive fisherman. All right. He uses his charms to lure girls away and convince them to join him in activities. All right. And if the girl becomes pregnant, she births a pink dolphin. He's relentless in his pursuit of the young women, showing up night after night. And the only way to break his power is to fool him into running out of the doorway of a high stilted house, mm-hmm. which makes him fall to the ground and he transforms back into the pink dolphin. I was hoping he was going to, she was going to birth a huge mozzarella stick. <laughs> I thought, wow. I didn't know where this was going to go. I thought yeah. I got excited for a second. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, don't the strain. Logistics. Don't strain. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I've never heard that one. I don't I like either. it. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Zeus though. He was very relentless in his pursuit of any female that he saw and would shapeshift as well. Mm-hmm. Where's it going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's that cautionary element, I think, to these stories of, oh, where did this child come from? Well, it, I got seduced by the pink dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is this just like a book of alibis? Is that where this is coming from? It's like, I'm not having an affair. My wife is a fish-tailed woman. Yeah. Oh, boy. Buffeo. You. Classic Buffeo. So then there's this other group of stories um, around the Pura, Puraruku. Mm-hmm which is an enormous freshwater fish, 10 feet long, 485 pounds. This is real. This part is real. These fish actually exist in the Amazon. They have armor-like scales, but the folklore element is that the Piraruku was once a human warrior from a tribe in the Southwest Amazon who was both brave and powerful, but also heartless and vain. He was the chief's son. He was very proud of his status and sort of... Well, he, he leveraged that to do whatever he wanted to do. He criticized the tribal gods. He executed villagers for no reason when dad was away because he could. You know, he's the chief's son. Right. But the god of gods got fed up. Tupa, who unleashed a furious rainstorm. Uh, Piraruku saw the storm coming while fishing and laughed it off in a moment of hubris. But then uh, Tupa sent a bowl of lightning, which struck Piraruku, threw him into the river. He transformed into this great fish, which he has been ever since. And all of his descendants are these gigantic fish that you find huh. in the Amazon. <clears throat> um, and there's manatees in the Amazon River. These are mermaids. Mm-hmm. What? Why? Is that a thing? Yeah. For real? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the idea behind mermaids, from what I understand, is people seeing manatees and then yeah. attributing the Sailors who have been on the boat for way mm -hmm. too long. Mm -hmm. right. And maybe had some rum. <clears throat> that's yeah, a thing. Maybe. That's a thing at the and ocean. They saw the... <laughs> Just at the ocean. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. super thick manatee women. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, so that wraps up our... <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon yeah, discussion. Scaretober, uh, Scarathon. Yeah, Scarathon right. continues with Frankenstein. <laughs> Coming next week, we're going to talk about reanimated corpses. And I'm not because I have done no research. So I'll probably just interject. You'll have research between now and next week, though, right? Questions. We're about to record that episode. So no, this is it. <laughs> This is all I got. Oh. Um, <clears throat> if you want to watch the show, which is mostly us in a really cool setting, uh, expertly edited and shot by oh. our uh, showrunner, Andy Matsky, um, please uh, watch on YouTube. Posts every like Tuesday. <clears throat> we post on Tuesdays. If you're a squad member, channel member, you get to watch it without ads. Um and that posts on the same day, usually. Oh, about there. <laughs> Somewhere around Monday, Tuesday. Hey, we'll you, know. you know. It'll get there eventually. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with YouTube. So make sure to go over there and, and watch the new Beyond the Trail episodes. And um, the final couple of hauntings. So, <clears throat> I don't know. Do we want to address that yet? Maybe not. There's more hauntings starting up soon. So uh, <laughs> the hauntings are starting. The hauntings are starting. So beware. <laughs> it's that season. Scarathon. <laughs> All right, that's it for now. <laughs>